warm welcome to each brother and sister in Jesus Christ. We greet you. Yes, it's another Wednesday and we are on the bigger picture. At this stage we are on episode number 9. Our topic we started with, it's still in a series of episodes and our series is Shechem. Shechem, Shem, how people pronounce it differently, it's in Samaria. Samaria, today we know it as the West Bank in, in the Holy Land of Israel. And today it's, uh, the city is called Nablus. So it's a very, dis- we saw that, that in John 4, verse 4, for everybody that was with us through all the episodes, we just, all, every week we just recap. But just before we recap, just let us just quickly pray. Dear Lord, thank you that we can open your word. Thank you that your word is the truth and thank you that you will guide us in that. I pray that you will open our hearts and open our ears bless this words that it's not from me but it is from you amen yes if uh, i forgot to introduce myself if you haven't been on the bigger picture show um, it's not a show it's just a uh, broadcast from pom radio yes i'm johan bosman i'm in south africa i'm serving together on in the Patato uh, Online Ministries. What an honor it is for, to work with Pastor Irwin and all the other pastors and broadcasters. Um, in God's grace, we we just go further and we help listeners believe and make believers listen. So yes, we went in John four verse four. It says Jesus had to go to a town in, called Sychar. When he left the Jordan, he was going towards Galilee, and that's a it's a detour route to go through Sica. So uh, we looked into a wise Sica, and now we came to a place called Shechem, and we looked into it, and we went all the way back to Genesis, and it started with Abraham being in in Shechem. It's the first place when he entered the 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 promised land where God came to him and gave him the blessing and said he will have a nation, although he was still Abram, not Abraham. So yes, from there we went through to through as well in on uh, we looked in the life of Isaac, the son, um, and then we looked into Jacob and Esau, the whole story of that. And then all Jacob's sons, which is the twelve tribes. So we looked into that, and we 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 do to detour to down to Egypt, and uh, we we had to because the Joseph Joseph story is significant in the Shechem story. And yes, today's topic is actually the introduction of Caleb and Joshua, because our next stop to Shechem will be so we're going to fast forward through a few uh, we really want to go through Exodus because we actually went through the whole of Genesis quickly but just before we leave the Genesis story we're just going to recap again we last week we spoke about the blessing of Ephraim and Manasseh and that is huge uh, the right hand of God we spoke about that 
we also spoke about that in Salvation Studio. We also did a, a, a episode on that. It blessed us so much. Uh, and yeah, so Joseph's two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, they were blessed. They got the blessing because Reuben is the eldest of Jacob and he lost his inheritance because he slept with Rachel's concubine, the slave lady, and so he lost that. So then Joseph, which was the firstborn of Rachel, he received, these sons received the blessing. And he blessed them both, but again, uh, the blessing we heard, um, it's the right hand, they will bless with the right hand, is the firstborn, normally. But he didn't do that. He crossed his arms and he, he blessed Ephraim, the secondborn, which means double the fruit, So and Manasseh, but he also blessed Manasseh, he will also become a great nation. Yes, and they're speaking that uh, that those two nations today is America and the UK. Uh, I don't, I just, that's nothing that I investigated or followed. But if somebody can maybe tell us more from that, we can also do that. But we're going to go on. So we, we saw that Joseph blessed everybody and then he became, just before he died, and he became very sick um, and he died. And Joseph actually went and buried his father. He got the permission and uh, from Pharaoh. And he also received wagons and everything to do, the, to do that. And he did that. But then Joseph became old. So we're going to quickly end here with Joseph. But Joseph also... Um, became very old and, and at the late stage so we're going to pick up in genesis 50 it's the last book in genesis we're, today we're going to read out of the new translate new living translation so in verse 22 is jo so joseph and his brothers and their families continued to live in egypt joseph lived at the uh, to the age of 110 he lived to see three generations of uh descendants of his son Ephraim and he lived to see the birth of, of the children of Manasseh son of Maker, whom he claimed as his own soon I will die Joseph told his brothers but God will surely come to help and lead you out of this land of Egypt he will bring you back to the land he solemnly promised to give Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob then Joseph made his, the sons of Israel swear an oath, and he said, When God comes to help you and lead you back, you must take my bones with you. So Joseph died at the age of 110. The Egyptians embalmed him, and his body was placed in a coffin in Egypt. So yes, now we can see that he died. Uh, we went through it quickly and nothing specifically there. He's 110 years old. He saw his, his great his sons and 
his grandson. So Jesus, God really blessed him with that. So then we're going to quickly go through just, we know Gen Exodus, please read through it. Um, we, we will, in the bigger picture later on, we will go back to, to persons, places, personalities. Moses will definitely, the Moses story will definitely be covered in that. So we really, really will talk about that. But for now, we're quickly going to skip through the whole thing we can just quickly say there was a there was a, uh, a time 430 years that they stayed in the land of Egypt and we know the Moses story Moses come to this came to the sea and also it's the same thing uh, he was blessed through Pharaoh it also went to a palace, also almost almost the same story as Joseph. And then he fled, he killed somebody, he fled into the into the desert and he stayed there and God showed called him and showed and he was at the burning bush. And we know the whole story about that, or if you don't know, please read through Exodus. It's a beautiful story. It it's where everything started. But we're going to pick it up in Exodus 13 at the exile. So 430 years uh, they were there. But we need to go back to Shechem for now. So we're going to go through that. But the next the next story we're going to go is. So Moses did, his, did know about this. Uh, the oath that Israel t took with Joseph. So that they will take his bones with. So in in Exodus 13, verse 19, it says, Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear to do this. He said, God will certainly come to help you. When he does, you must take my bones with you from this place. So yes, during this whole thing, uh, we know the exile. We're going to... We, now we're going to move on. We're not going to move with the bones, f uh, but we're going to go to a place in Namari where we get uh, to a. They, uh, yeah. So the exile was there uh, through the desert, and this nation came and got at the Sinai where the law were, were given um, and the golden calf. We know all those things, but we're quickly going to skip to that. So we're going to move to Nimeri, and it's Nimeri 13. So we're going to pick up there. Let's just quickly go to that. just want to open the Bible. Okay, now I, I thought I confused a few people because... Numeri is a my native language. It's it's actually the book of Numeri, and it sounds so not Afrikaans. So, but the the the, the real now is it it's in Numbers thirteen. So we're gonna quickly go. If you read through Numbers thirteen, you can see the twelve tribes and the New Living Translated translation put it nicely together. So let's quickly go. It's Reuben, Simeon, Judah, Issachar, Ephraim, Benjamin. Zebulun, Manasseh, son of Joseph, Dan, Asher, Naphtali, and Chad. So what happened here is Moses, 
God said, I must send certain people. So from every tribe, he sent somebody. But we're going to look in on the tribe of, of Ephraim, which, is, which says Hosea, which is Joshua, actually. And also in verse 7 is Caleb. And Caleb was from the tribe of Judah. So these two tribes, Judah, we know our Lord Judah, our Lord Jesus Christ comes from the tribe of Judah. It is it's even said in the blessing that uh, after the blessing of Ephraim and Manasseh, where Jacob told talked to every all the sons, and he also said that the scepter won't go away from Judah. And you can see the blessing; it's just keep on going. And also, an Ephraim and Manasseh was also blessed, but Ephraim especially the right hand so we see this again so these the right hand of god is going um, and even if you look at the reuben remember he was he was sleeping with the concubine of his father which is in even if there was no laws given on the on mount sinai it was still it was still not uh, lawful already there was laws and we know Simeon what Simeon and Leif and um, and his brother uh, Levi did on in Shechem and how his father was ashamed how Jacob was ashamed of them so yeah the next the next kid was Caleb was was Judah and therefore Caleb but yeah, they, they were sent to go out and looked into the promised land and come back with a report. So this is, I really rushed through the, the preview so that we can get time to stand still at this. So at least we can go a bit deeper into the, the main story because I think it's significant because we must remember we take the bones the bones of Joseph is with and I'm gonna just open the 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 end of the story a bit. So the bones of 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 Joseph is actually going to Shechem. It's buried there in a in a tomb in Shechem. And this is significant because these two scouts came through with a very, very positive report. The other 10, they didn't. So we're going to go quickly through that. Let me just see where we can pick up. So it's in it's in numbers. In Afrikaans, it's numeri. But yes, it is in numbers. We Let's pick it up. Uh, so we read in verse 8 and verse 6 about Caleb and, and all the other, and, and uh, Hosea. We have to start at verse 16 so that we can see the whole stories. So but we'll stop and start again. These are the names of the men Moses sent out to explore the land. Moses gave the men, these men, instructions as he sent them out to explore the land. Go north through Negev into the hill country. See what the land is like and find out whether the people living there are strong or weak few or many see what kind of land they live in is it good or bad do their walls 
do their towns have walls or are they unprotected like open camps? Is the soil fertile or poor? Are there many trees? Do you do your best to bring back samples of the crops you see? So they went up and explore the land from the wilderness. Here we see the message was pretty clear what they had to go and do. And yeah, so they, they went through the whole thing and we're going to go through to verse 27. We entered the land you send us to explore and indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit it produces. But the people living there are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there and the descendants of Anak. The Amalekites live in the Negev and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites live in the hill countries. The Canaanites live among the coast at the Mediterranean Sea and all along the Jordan Valley. And very important, here it starts. We can hear, let's quickly just stop here before we go on. They went out and they came back with the answers. Uh, yes, how was the answers? Was it, it was what they saw. It was what they saw, but do you see the the negativeness in that? But again, yeah, it's sort of true. It is true. It's still just an answer. But what do you do? with that answer it's sometimes the same in our lives is we can see the facts and the facts might look not you know let's be fair you know the situation doesn't look good but what do you do with that situation and that is what we're going to see here so in verse 13 we read but Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses let's go at once and take the land he said we can certainly conquer it but the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed we can't go up against them they are stronger than we are so they spread the bad a bad report about the land among the israelites and here yeah it's very important because you can hear you know every time they now they sent a report to the Israelites. You know they they gave the true report. Basically, they gave the true report to to Moses as well. But what do they do of that? So now they're taking it to the Israelites, to the to the people, and now they start to, you know, in in, in our country we play a, a a certain game. Somebody start with a sentence, and you stand in a long queue, and and you whisper in the other person's ear. So we call it a telephone, yeah, telephone something in Afrikaans is telefoinki. But it's, it's, so you start with that and you, you start with this sentence and you whisper it and you don't repeat it and that person must say, says this message to the other one and the other one. And when you get to the point at the end, it's a total different story. Totally different, totally different. So yes, also I think it happened here as well. So they spread the bad report among the land in the Israelites. So we in verse 32. The land we travel through and explore will, be dev will devour anyone who goes in to live there. All the people 
we saw were huge. All the people, maybe some, we even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. That's what we felt. We, that's what we, th what they thought too. So yes, again, the story just goes a bit not the truth, not the truth. But because what happened next is the people, the people starts to rebel and they get, they are afraid because of these false reports. And when they want to go, they didn't want to go. They say, so in Numbers 14, we can read there, it's in verse 3, it says, Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battles? Our wives and our children's ones will be carried off as a plunder. Wouldn't it be better to return to Egypt? And this is something that that I really, that struck my heart as well, that I want to, to bring to the table is, when the God promised you the promise, the promise, His promises, which we receive through our Lord Jesus Christ, and we see the promised land, and then somehow on the way there, we look back and we see giants in front of us. People tell us about giants, what we need to face because a Christian life is this and that and you need to do this and that and you just see this giant and this misperception because you don't trust in the Lord. You just met him and you are maybe not wise. Maybe it happens after a few years when our flesh just want to turn away from God, move back to the darkness because it's nice there. We had no troubles there. We had no problems. We didn't have to repent. We didn't have to give up our friends, our family, the alcohol, whatever you had to give up. Through the Lord Jesus Christ, you can give up anything. Give up Egypt. Go to the promised land. God is promising you. Yes, you will go through the wilderness. You will have to work. You are, but be a Caleb and be a Joshua where you can see the positive side and you can push through and you have faith. They have faith that the God was with them. The others didn't. What is the opposite of faith is fear. They had fear. They saw the giants. Never see the giant. How, does, how big is a giant? Three meters? How big was Goliath? Why did David knew that he's got no chance against God? No giant has any chance against God. So yes, it's just beautiful. So in Numbers 14 from verse 10 is everybody was negative. They didn't want to go, uh, but there was three, three persons. But the whole community began to talk about stoning Joshua and Caleb because they, didn't, they were saying, let's go, let's go. And they, was, they were, watch what, what they wanted to do with, with them now. They want to stone them. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to all the Israelites at the tabernacle. And the Lord says to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? Will they, have, um, will they never believe me, even after all the miraculous signs I have done among them? I will disown them and destroy them with a plague. Then... I will make you into a great nation, greater than the mightier than they are. 
you know, God was with them and through exile, out of Egypt, everything. And the same thing happens with us. We can we can throw them now with stones and think, how could they do that? But we do it as well in our lives. But yeah, the thing is, they want to stone Caleb and Jacob. Sometimes there's somebody that really pushes you on and tells you, listen, don't believe these lies. Don't do this. Believe in God. Caleb and a Joshua will come up among your road. But what are you going to do? Are you going to follow them? Or are you also want to throw them with stones? Are you also part of that? And we must really think about that. Um, so yet God said, sorry, Moses, you're going to be the new nation. End of this story. But here we see a beautiful thing. As Moses, God... He was, he was, he knew about, he, he was carrying his four, you know, the forefathers and one, you know, Joseph with him. Um, and he knew about Abraham, the Isaac, Jacob, he knew the promises. They were longing for it. They were in this moment. And uh, God said to him, I will make you a great nation. What did Moses do? And this is a beautiful lesson that we can learn from joseph ah, from moses moses didn't say yes lord do that do that i you know it's for me it's all me he intercede for israel verse 13 what will the egyptians think when they hear about it he asked the lord they know full well the power you displayed in rescuing your people from egypt now if you destroy them, the Egyptians will send a report to the inhabitants of this land who have already heard that you live among your people. They know, Lord, that you have appeared to your people face to face and that the pillar and the cloud hovers over them. They know that you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire at night. Now, if you slaughter all these people with a single blow, the nations that have heard of your fame will say, the Lord was not able to bring them into the land he swore to give them, so he killed them in the wilderness. And that is, that is the prayer of a leader, a prayer that reminds God of the goodness of him and god has it but verse 20 we read then the lord said i will pardon them as you have requested but as surely as i live and as surely as the earth is filled with the lord's glory none of these people will ever enter that land they have all seen my glorious presence and the miraculous signs i performed both in egypt and in the wilderness but again and again they have tested me by refusing to listen to my voice. They will never, ever see the land I swore to give their ancestors. None of these have treated me with contempt, will ever see it. But my servant Caleb has a different attitude that others have. He remained loyal to me, so I will bring him into the into the land he explored. His descendants will pro possesses their full share of that land and that caleb we must remember caleb 
I'm going to pull the line again. Caleb is from Judah, the tribe of Judah. So all these things is going to open again in the tribe of Judah. So then let's quickly see where the promise of Joshua is in verse 30. So let's quickly read in verse 30. And Jesus and, Ach, and God said to them that they will all they will complain and every year they they were going out 40 days to look what to the report and for every day they will come they have one year so the 40 days becomes 40 years they will wander in this wilderness but he will be with joshua and caleb and with moses so you will not verse 30 it says you will not enter and occupy the land I swore to give to give you. The only exception will be Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, uh, Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun. And this is um, this is powerful. That then all the others, all the other tens, they were destroyed by by. A, you can read through that. They were destroyed because of the negative report in verse 37 they would were destroyed by a plague and by hearing this the israelite said no they are sorry they are sorry they are sorry they want to go now god will be with them now and they and moses said to him god will not be with you if you go you will be washed away from the amalekites and the and the Canaanites in the battle, and you will be slaughtered. But what did they? Some of them do. They didn't listen, and the next day they went, and they all would listen. Uh, in verse, we can read in verse forty-four. We read, but the people defiantly pushed ahead towards the hill of the country, among even through. Uh, even though neither Moses nor the Ark of the Lord Lord's Covenant left the camp, then the Malachites and the Canaanites, whom who lived in the hills, came down and attacked them and chased them back as far as Hormah. So we're gonna read up to here. It's just a good introduction into the jo in Joshua because we're gonna pick up from Joshua on the way to Shechem and also with. Yeah, with Joseph Bones all the way to Shechem. But yeah, there's so many things that we can learn here. We can go so deeply. So I really pray that the Lord will reveal some things to you. And the most important thing that I think I got out of it is you can't go when God is not with you. Um, we've got chances. God send us and we must have faith. And if we don't have we don't have, and then we might come back with regrets, and we want to go on our own, and then God won't be with us. So may that may we listen to God's voice the first time, respond to it through the Holy Spirit He gave us um, in ourselves. But yes, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you that we are honored to call you anytime we want, Lord. Thank you that we know we've got when Jesus died on the cross he made a way from heaven to us so that we can intercede as Moses interceded for Israel we can intercede for our families 
for our loved ones, for our pastors. Yes, Lord, even for our enemies. Thank you, Jesus, that we can see so many things that you reveal to us through the Holy Spirit. Thank you that we can see what faith is, like Joshua, that he had real, real faith. Um, and he was not. He was. He saw the. He saw the giants as David saw the giant, but he was not afraid, because he knows that God is bigger than anything. Thank you, Lord. I ask you to bless each listener, and also the Patato Online Ministries and POM Radio, and all the plannings for POM TV coming up. We praise you, Lord. We honor you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much. God bless you for the for today. And we'll see you next week, Wednesday, when we will pick up from on Joshua. God bless you. Bomb Radio, where we make listeners believe. <laughs>